going from a Saturday game to a Thursday game, that's a big turnaround. Is this like is this like Thursday night football on? <laughs> it's a reason to, in the NFL, you know, you play Thursday night, you don't play Sunday. Like, so it's a quick turnaround for us. Another disadvantage, but you know, we faced adversity all year. We started with adversity and we're going to continue to fight through it. All right, when we take a look at how things are with the Blue Jay offense. Obviously, the Mosinee defense has allowed three points in conference. They lost their first game to Stratford, gave up 33, swamped Clintonville, scoring over 50, but gave up 12 in what we call in basketball garbage time. But since those first two games, they've given up one field goal the whole year. What's the secret to their defense? Or are they sneaking 12 guys on and the officials can't count? Obviously, it's a very tough defense. You know, um, strong linebacker part, good secondary. It's hard to throw it. Medford threw six interceptions last year. You know, she just gave four. So basically, we got to work underneath Jersey. Yeah, um, you know, nothing deep unless you need to take in dunk if you can. And then play our brand of football. All right, who Okay, who are we going to see in the backfield tonight as you've heard it from Coach Wodzinski? It'll be, you know, Cal Wheeler and hopefully getting a heavy dose of him. He had a very solid game last week. 92 yards unofficially on the ground. If he can build off that, you know, and then uh, Caden Hendrick, Jax Hansen, get Dan Lonsdorf back there, getting him some carries, DJ White's maybe a real, and then, you know, so we have depth at running back. All right, taking a look at the receiving for last week, you pointed out to us the challenges for Isaac Clapper learning both the blocking assignments at tight end and wide receiver. Do we know if we're going to see him at tight end or wide receiver this week? You'll see Clapper more out at wide receiver just because, uh, like last week, Carson Brooks, a traditional lineman, he's going to play tight end in our package where we like stack the box. So it's just another blocker out there. He's just number 13 for doing that again. Okay. Just in case I had my numbers right. Yeah. Not. <laughs> All right. Now let's look at this. We ran the double tight end last week. Bex on either side, Wheeler behind uh, Schmelzer in the pistol. Same type of formation we're going to see this week. Yep, you'll see a lot of that. I think it will come out now. But, um, you know, we still have our traditional formation, single, single fullback and running back behind Schmelzer. But um, we're going to, you know, hammer it until they stop it. All right. Last week, they packed the box faster than you guys packed the cafeteria within the first five minutes of lunch. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> so if they bring them down, we've got to be able to pop it in in front of Jersley and, uh, and behind the linebackers. How, if Ethan Robin is out there, do you do that? Well, you got to, um, every time you walk up to the line, identify him, you know, what side of the field he's on and understand your matchup. So, you know, you might think you're safe, but that gets fast. I mean, he's going to fly over and make plays. All right. Now, last week we had a special package because they were double-teaming Eric Mann, our maniacal middle linebacker. Mann, the maniacal middle linebacker, Triple M. All right. Last week we had a way to try to take some of the pressure off. What are we going to do? Are we going to have that monster look again this week? Um, not as much because, you know, Rhinelander was a run-heavy team. Mosinee's going to they're, – they're pretty balanced. They are a triple option team, but not your traditional option. Explain how their option works. So, you know, normally um, you run option under the, under the center and then you turn around and you give to the fullback or the quarterback to keep themselves running on the defense. Right. right. They run it out of the gun with one running back behind. So they can do a lot with that. They do they do just keep with that with Jersley. Otherwise, they'll give it to Harris up the middle. And Obramski likes to keep it too. 
Okay, so Jersley is the one to watch on the jet sweep. If it goes high and it's up the middle, and if it goes to Obremski, it's a little bit like the 48 brain spawn and saying and hope for rain. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's turn then to the Blue Jay defense. Given that different type of option look, the speed of Jersley on the jet sweep, Wyatt's the leading rusher, Obremski is a threat either way. What did the, do the Blue Jays do? Because we talked to both uh, Coach Palicki, who's trying to get done with the freshman game and get down here for Palicki's they points. They got over Mosin. It was like 42 to 8. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, hopefully Coach Palicki will join us for points to ponder mm -hmm. at halftime. But you're out there. We say uh, you're D.C., defensive coordinator for a game. What are you going to do with what you've seen on film from Obremski? Earlier. Playmakers all over the field on this team. The offense is electric. The defense is shut down. But um, they have a Bremski. They have a Jersey. They have Jarrett for the playmaking tree. Uh, looks like 11 of their receivers. He's going to be out tonight. But um, everywhere you look, it's a playmaker. And honestly, they're, I'm not going to hide it. They're, they're very good. But if we kind of shut them down early, I think we'll be okay because they they can't keep their heads. You know, Bremski got tossed against uh, Prime So, to get under his skin, it could be a short night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, last game of the year, obviously 0-8, no playoffs. Mm -hmm. We're not playing like an 0-8 team against Rhinelander. When they got home, I think they went straight to the World Cup. I don't think they were happy with that. No. Um, you know, they may have qualified for the playoffs, but we – controlled the ball yeah. a lot. Should we should have beat them. Um, we were moving the ball, getting first downs, our defense freeing up, freeing up, freeing up. You know, they just had that one touchdown. And it's like our offense one miscue, one penalty, and it's just it's cycle. We lose the whole drive. All right. How do you remember the our author Rudger Kipling? If you can keep your head when all about you are losing there and blaming it on you, obviously Jersley hasn't been able to because he had to sit for uh, the rest of the Rhinelander game and the Anigo game. Obremski. Obremski, yeah. thank you. Yep, thank yep, you yep. for correcting me, Obremski. That means that he can get rattled a little bit. Yeah. How do you rattle? Now, I was looking at one of the uh, NFL teams, and they're blitzing like 57% of the time. Do we have a blitz package that we can use to shake him in his socks a little bit? We have some new Okay. Hopefully that confused them that he hasn't seen before. And you know, they get the guys looking like Mosley and Al, it's like my own they, they really don't like each other. We kind of revamped that rivalry year year or two ago when we beat them in the playoffs. Uh, that basketball game. Yep. And it's carried on since. Um, the teams don't like each other. All right. Well, we like you. It's Robin's Ramblings. I like that a lot better than Ruminations. It's easier to say. Uh, yeah. Ethan, Robin, you've been here for eight of nine weeks. You have honored us. Thank you, Coach. Wazinski for loaning us, Ethan. And uh, let's finish up. How's the knee doing? Knee's getting better, you know, day by day, going to physical therapy, um, still trying to get that potential late season basketball push. And, you know, get back to the Ethan, thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. All right, we need to take another break. That was Robin's Rambling. We'll be back with more of our pregame show from Mozanie. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Bozeny High School. I am downtown Attleboro's 
pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3. Don't tune in tomorrow night. Stay tuned tonight. We got weather that is supposed to be something less than spectacular tomorrow. 40 mile an hour winds, inch and a half. And the Mosney Indians going into the postseason don't want their field to be missed. So we want to make sure the field gets good housekeeping seal of approval. So we end up playing tonight. As always, we appreciate Ethan Robin, Robin's ramblings. Blue Jays are down there. Amador's going to be doing the kicking tonight. And uh, looking to see. They might have a different holder tonight. We'll have to see. But basically, it's going to be Dershley, Obrensky, and Harris until they get ahead on things. And as a result of that, again, as Ethan Robin, he's the finest prepared co-host for a pregame show I've ever had. Obrensky has got to keep his temper under control or he could be having an early exit. The Blue Jays are playing right now with the same level of pride they have played all season. They are coming in here a very short week, Saturday to Thursday, under at best uh, unusual circumstances. And their offense and defense are healthy, except for Ethan Robin and one of the offensive linemen who's got a broken finger. They are ready to go health-wise tonight. The key for this game for the Blue Jays is getting some offensive control. Football field for tonight's matchup between the Maryland Blue Jays. And so, as we are being a little drowned out by the uh, PA system, basically, we're about to have the introductions, the national anthem. The key for the Blue Jays tonight is going to be ball control. We saw how that ball control, there were only four drives in the first half against Rhinelander. Two for each team. Rhinelander converted with a little less than a minute. 45, I think it was 144 left in the first half. Bates came in for a three-yard run for the Hodex. He converted, and that was all the scoring. And in the second half, the Blue Jays shut them down. Six out of seven snap uh, drives with no first downs. And on the seventh round after one first down Kind of a penalty, one long carry. They shut him down again. The Blue Jays' defense has matured, and we have watched Jacob Schmelzer, a sophomore, expected to be backing up Ethan Robin. And he has matured by the week. So the key is going to be controlling the line of scrimmage and getting those drives, and then being able to take a high-powered Mosinee offense and that way keeping them off the field. We're going to take another break. There'll be time for the National Anthem as more introductions, and we'll be back for kickoff. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Mosinee High School. I am downtown Alamuros. It's kickoff time. The Merrill Blue Jays traveling down Highway 51 to face the Mosey Indians. The Indians will be going from south to north, right to left, but they are going to be receiving. Who's going to be kicking it off? And we are just about ready to go. We're hoping Coach Guy Palicki 
We hear it was Morty Tuick, the freshman over Mosin. He is going to be able to join us for Palicki's points to ponder at halftime. We may be getting some rain, but they say it's supposed to be better than tomorrow night. I guess we won't know till tomorrow night comes. So kicking off from the far hash mark at the 40 will be Kluge. The keys to this game are going to be Jershley and his running, his pass catching, and his defense, and Obremski. Kluge's about ready to kick it off. It and there he goes. He puts it on the ground, and that ball is loose. And Mosini picks it up right at the, their own 45 yard line. I'm not sure who got it, but it went through the hands. And the kickoff return there was number 88, and he got absolutely nothing on that particular play. So Mark from their own 45-yard line on that kickoff return for Mosini. That was Gavin Schmiel. Schmiel, excuse me. There's the snap. Pistol formation. Harris goes right up the middle. The ball's on the ground. I'll tell you, I've seen more down by contact these last two to three weeks. And uh, it looks like one of the Nosney Indians is down, and that's going to be Abram Boucher, and he's holding his right knee. Abram telling the trainer, they're checking out that knee. It was right in the middle of the pile, and he's in some pain. They're sending out a second trainer to look at it. So we're going to keep it right here. First play, getting five yards on the play, is Wyatt Harris. That was right off the right guard. And Boucher went down hard. Boucher was coming in. He's been doing a lot of uh, backup play, but this was his first start in one play, and he's down. They're checking that leg. So we're going to take a quick break as well. One play in, no score. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. And Abram Boucher is being carried off the field. Two of his teammates. The whole team was down taking a knee on the near side for the Indians. He cannot put any weight on that leg. So he took a hit in the pile. And I don't know if it got bent back or whatever. We have the able Blue Jay film crew right here. And uh, he's walking over now to the bench on his own power. So maybe this was just a precaution. But the trainer's talking with him. He's a gutsy kid. He's throwing his helmet down, so he may be told he's done for a while. And when you are as intense a player as I've heard Abram Boucher is, that he's not going to do that. There's a ball on the ground. And losing about three yards, it was a low snap to Obremski. So Obremski's going to lose about three yards. That's going to open up quickly. A third down and eight. Wide receivers going in and out for Mosini checking in right now for the Indians. Far hash mark, 48-yard line. Checking in was 
Yurkovsky. There's the snap. There's the fake. Oh, there's the pitch. And oh, he has headed all the wrong way, trying to get out of there. And all the way back to the 40-yard line, a loss of another five yards. That was Jershley. Jershley got the pitch, and he had absolutely nowhere to go. So that's going to make it fourth down and 15 for the Indians. Churchley comes back in, in for punt, and punt formation for the Indians is Grant Kuklinski, senior, running back and linebacker. Three and out, low snap, but a nice pick. Wobbly one, almost hits one of the Mosady players, and that's going to roll all the way down to about, let's see where they're going to spot it, at about the 16-yard line. So that is a 44-yard punt for Kuklinski. So the Blue Jays will start at their own 15-yard line following that 44-yard punt. Well, what a defensive start for the Blue Jays. Three and out. Yeah, it was a low snap and a fumble. They continue to keep an eye on Boucher uh, on the sideline. There's a handoff going up the middle. And let's see how far Wheeler got on that one. Check that. That was Henrik, I believe. He got a yard, so it went down to the 13-yard line, so make that a 47-yard punt, one yard for Henry. There's the handoff going up the middle. Nice ball, swerving all the way through on Wheeler. Henry got one yard. And... Uh, Yards on the carry to Wheeler, right off the left side where Klaus and Klaus continue to plow through defenders. Third down and three. Pistol Wheeler again gets it, and he's going to get maybe a yard and get stacked up by the middle of that Indian defense. Let's see how far they mark him. They get him up to the twenty. No gain on that one for Wheeler. So it's going to be a quick three and out for the Blue Jays. Back to punt formation, E.J. White. And it looks like Jershley is standing right at midfield. The wind has not given us too much trouble yet. Motion from near to far for Wheeler. Nice snap. Line drive, a little bit wobbly, but that's going to drive Jersey back to his own 43. Flag is down. Jersey up to the near side. He gets up near the 50, and he continues to spin down through the 47, and there comes another flag. So we've got flags all over. It's laundry day again. There's a flag at about the 39, 8-yard line. 40, 40 yard line, so at both sides of midfield, the referee checking with all of his compadres. 
going to be coming from about the 48-yard line nearest line, uh, lineman from this side. Take it down to the Blue Jays 42. We're going to see how it's going to mark it off. But it, it's going back. And uh, that's headed all the way back to from the 44, back all the way to the 34-yard line, wiping out the return. So I'm not sure what the signal was, but it looks like a holding penalty. So penalty for 10 yards there. So two three and outs. For each team, Obremski, slot far side, near side, handoff, wide, oh, and there, right there, Welner meets him with the hello federal moment, and he's going to lose a yard. So one yard loss there for the Indians, for Jersey. Gershley's got two carries for minus six yards. Second and 11. Ball back at the 33-yard line of the Indians. Tricks right formation. Looking, throws left. Wide receiver gets it, and he's hauled down at about the 41. So it'll be about a seven-yard gain. The reception there for Mosinee was Shaughnessy. So Obrensky one for one now for seven yards. That's going to make it third down and a long two. Make that eight yards. Third down two. Obrevsky rolling to the right. He's looking to throw, and he throws, and he's got Gershley. And there was a whistle out of bounds at about the Blue Jays 45. So that's 14 yards. And a tip hammer the first down for the Indians. Ball at the 46. We'll make it 13 yards. Two for two for 22 yards. Motion. There's the handoff. Trying to cut to the outside. is wide. He loses the ball. And getting on it was Gershley. But Wyatt lost the ball. He is headed toward open field. So that's the second fumble. And that's going to take them back all the way. And that'll give Aaron minus one on the carry following the fumble. So he's got two carries for four yards. Blue Jays really putting the licks on the Indians right now. Ball at the 47 of the Indians near hash mark. Slot right, left. Motion. Obrensky catches. That's to the outside and running, but only getting about four yards for Mosini. Is Yurkovsky. Yurkovsky gets about four yards. That's going to bring up a, four, a third down and about seven to go. Yurkovsky goes out for the Indians and checking in. Already right. Right comes to the wide side. Ball on the far hash mark. Third and seven. 
in the pistol. Looking left, pumping, stopping, throwing, and there he is a completed pass for the touchdown, and that one's going to go to Shaughnessy. So Shaughnessy for a five-yard touchdown. Shaughnessy puts the Indians on the board with 4-11 left in to attempt the extra point for Bozani. It's Grant McClinsky. And the kick is good. So we'll keep it right here. So McClinsky puts it through. And the Indians go up after that timeout. One wrong kick, a long carry. And Jersley took it 45 yards. And as a result, the Indians had a first and goal. There was a pass. They've got a walking pass on uh, Boucher right now. So he has probably been rolled out for the game. And they're going to check it out later, I'm sure. But what a blow for a young man getting his first start. So again, congratulations to the JV twos beating Mosinee 35 to 8. Kuklinski's gonna kick off. And again, the Blue Jays going from north to south, left to right, if you're watching on the stream. And Kuklinski puts his foot into this one. Wheeler goes back to the 10, drops it. He pitches it. Whoa, a nice play there. And getting up close to the 20 is E.J. White. So White will get 10 
on the kickoff return. And the Blue Jays will start. Let's see where they're marking it now. At the 15. So, White still gets about 10 yards. So, he really put his foot into it. And the Blue Jays start at the near hash mark. 4.07 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Schmelzer in the pistol. Hands off. Wheeler, and Wheeler's trying to make some nice yardage off the left side. Couple of the Blue Jays really holding their blocks there. And that's going to be a gain of about four for Wheeler. So he's got three carries for 10 yards. Second down, ball of the 20. Six yards to go for the Blue Jays. Same formation. There's Wheeler. Oh, he's breaking in the open field. And he almost took that one. And he's going to get a chip. Hamburger first down all the way out to about the 33-yard line. So give him, make it 31, give him 14 yards on the carry. First, first down for the Blue Jays tonight. Double tight end. Back to either side. Hendricks behind the left, left guard. There's Wheeler. And again, he's going right up the middle, right into the heart of that Indian defense. Remember, the Indians in their six conference games have given up a whopping three points. They gave up 33 in their opening season, lost to Stratford. 15 to 12, they beat Clintonville. And after that, for six games, three points. So this is an excellent effort by your. Blue Jays. So give Wheeler a yard there. Five for 25. Same formation. Oh, now there's going to be a little movement in the backfield. Let's see what they're going to call. Blue Jays are starting to walk back, but now they're calling an illegal procedure. And the false may have been on somebody in the backfield, but I'll tell you, I've seen heads move more from sneezes than I saw on that one. So that's going to take it back to a second down and 14. First penalty on the Blue Jays. Same formation, double tight end. Meltzer in the pistol. Meltzer's going to try to get to the outside. Nice block on the corner. But he's going to be hogtied back at about the 20-yard line, making the tackle for the Indians with their outside linebacker, Wyatt Harris. That's going to be a major loss back to the 20. So that's going to be a seven-yard loss for Schmelzer. That's going to bring up a third down. And 21 with 1.43 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Indians leading 7 to nothing. Clearly a passing situation here. Looks like more than 21 to me, but that's what the scoreboard says. Back looking to throw, throwing out the play. Oh, that's going to be picked. That's going to be picked by Jersley. 
He had four last week, and that was eight for Troyer. And that is going to be Seltzer's pick. It was to the wide side of the field. Troyer was there, and Jersley jumped the route. So with minute 17 left, Jersley. Kuklinski's kick is up, it is high, it is long, and it is good. So with 117 left in the first quarter, it is now the Indians 14, the Blue Jays nothing. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. And Kuklinski hits that one down to the 10. Wheeler fakes it. He's up the middle. Oh, and he's going to be met just before he got to the 25-yard line. So give Wheeler. He fakes it to White and gives him 15 yards on that kickoff return. And so the Blue Jays with 112 left following that pick six return for Jersley. Because of the distance that Schmelzer had to throw that when he was under pressure, rolling to the right, the wide side, Jersey was able to jump the route. Double tight end. Running back to the right, Wheeler behind. Wheeler gets it. Wheeler's got a nice hole. Gets fun. Oh, he keeps pushing. And he falls forward for a couple of more yards. Nice work by Callum Wheeler. He turned what would have been a loss. Into a gain of two. So that's going to bring up the second and eight, and there's going to be a timeout taken or an official timeout? Okay. For some reason they had to stop the clock. Bozadi is crowding the box. They've got 10 men within five yards. Two inside backers. Nice face. Oh, I even had me face down, and that's Henrik. And Henrik goes off the right guard. And Henrik's going to pick up another two yards. So he's got three carries for two yards. Going to bring up a third and seven, 10 seconds left. So I think they're not going to get another playoff this quarter. And Schmelzer's just content to wait and see what Coach Wadzinski wants to do. And that's the end of the first quarter from Mosini. It is the Indians 14, the Blue Jays nothing. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Mosini High School for the Blue Jays. After one trailing, 14-0, third and six from their own 27. Slot to both sides. Motion, Amador. He cuts up and cuts over the middle. Schmelzer finds Amador, yes! All the way to the 40-yard line and a chips hammered. First down. Excuse me there, so Amador gets up to the 40. Schmelzer gets 13 yards. He's one for two with that interception. But Amador gets the first down. So the ball is just in the 
far hash mark at the 40-yard line. Blue Jays, double tight end again. Running back to the left and in front of Schmelzer. There's the tailback. And scooting through, that was Wheeler. If he could have kept upright, he only had one more person to beat. As it is, he's going to get four yards. So Wheeler's now got seven carries for 31 yards. Second down second down and six, ball at the 44-yard line. Just inside the far half mark, 10.55 on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Indians leading the Blue Jays 14-0. There's the handoff, and cutting outside, getting a nice hole there. Good downside, and backside blocking from Klaus and Klaus. And that's going to be another three-yard gain. He's got three carries for six yards. And three for the Blue Jays. Ball almost in the center of the field at their own 47-yard line. Wheeler's behind. Schmelzer in the pistol. Blacks to either side. Taking it up the middle and clanging hard. And he's driven back. Still going. Gets about one yard. So Schmelzer got that good carry for minus six. 958 left until halftime. It's fourth and two. And checking in for the Blue Jays, wide receiver. That Noah fourth and two for the Blue Jays from their own 48, trailing 14 nothing. Thursday night football, the way it ought to be played. Double tight end. Henrik behind the left guard. Running back to the right. Long count. There's the handoff. And trying to go up the middle and just not going to be able to make it is Wheeler. And he's just stopped by the Indian defense for no gain. So that's going to go over on down. So now eight carries for 31 yards. Eight carries, 31 yards for the running back for the Blue Jays. Ball at the 48. Mosini takes over. Obrensky. Hands off wide. Oh, oh. And the Blue Jays have it this time. And that's Wilner. Wilner with the fumble recovery. Come on, player recovered by the Blue Jays. So that goes back to the 48-yard line. So that's a loss of four. Wyatt didn't get it from Obrensky. And Wyatt's now got three carries, no yards, and two fumbles, one loss. So the Blue Jays get their first turnover ball at the 48-yard line. They trail 14-0, 9-17 left till half. to the right, and there's a whistle, and I don't know if we got another false start. So that's going to be their third penalty. At 20 yards.
left Clapius stop. Running back to the left and behind is Wheeler. Schmelzer hands off and trying to cut off the right side and getting basically back to the line of scrimmage if he's fortunate. Wheeler, so two straight carries or no yards to go. And coming in is Troyer and Wheeler goes out and so does Clifford, but Clifford gets sent back in with the play. 8.50 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Two chips hammered are first down for the Blue Jays. And two for Mozanini, but one long run and one pick six for Jershley. Tight backfield. Now there's a timeout called, I think. And that's going to be Merrill's first timeout. We'll keep it right here. So each team has two timeouts left. And this is a second down and about 15 to go for the Blue Jays. So after Jersley got that 45-yard run following the Indian timeout and then the score on the touchdown pass and the extra point, I'll tell you, the, the Blue Jays are, are outplaying every expectation we would have had. The Indians have given up three points, a field goal, in six conference games. And they may be down 14-0, but they forced a couple of fumbles, recovered one, and there it is, right there. So the Blue Jays are now in a second down and 15-yard situation. Second and 15. Ball at their own 42-yard line. Check that, 46. There's Wheeler taking the handoff, trying to cut outside. He turns it up outside the lines and gets about two yards on the carry. Bring up a third down and 12. Ball right at the midfield mark on the far hash mark. 8-12 left. Second quarter, Blue Jays trailing 14 nothing. Remember to stay tuned at the half. I don't know if we're going to get a text report from Guy Palicki with his points to ponder, and I'll relay them or what. There's Amador moving in motion from left to right. Same pass play, left it over the middle, gets it to outside, and that's Henrik, and Henrik's going to lose two yards on the reception. Now it's going to be fourth down and about 14. Ball at the 48 yard line. Weiss is in to do the punting. So they wanted to go over the middle, but that play was covered and Henrik was open in the flat, but he was taken down by the outside linebacker. Here comes Wheeler in motion to be the gunner to the near side. Weiss is running it. Weitz is trying to get to the outside. He gets across the 50, and he's taken out at about the 45-yard line. So Weitz is going to get about eight yards on the punt or on the punt. But the Blue Jays will turn it over. Nothing to lose. Another gutsy call by Coach Wadzinski. And the Indians, frankly, 
We're caught a little bit off guard. Forty-six yard line. The West will get seven yards on that fake punt. Ball at the far hash mark. Indians have a slot to the near side. A slot to the far side. Obrensky in the pistol. Wyatt behind him. And he takes it himself, and he's trying to get the outside. And he does. On the far side of the field, he's going to get down to about the 48-yard line. So give him Obrensky six yards on the carry. Now he has two carries for three yards. Ball at the... Um, excuse me, Blue Jay 44. 643 left in the first half under Dave's County Market scoreboard. Indians up 14 to nothing. To the near side, Gersley back to throw. Obrensky rolling to the right. He throws deep. He's looking for his wide receiver. Incomplete. Nice coverage for the. Blue Jays going step for step with the tight end was Kalen Allen. So Bremsky was for 22 yards. It's now third down and a short five, or a long five, I should say. Ball at the 49-yard line of the Blue Jays. Trips right formation for the Indians. Tight end left. Wyatt behind Obremski in the pistol. Obremski's back. He's looking. There's the screen. Wyatt's got it. And he's going to be hogged down. Hogged tied and down. Give Wyatt about two yards on the reception. Excuse me. Harris. Wyatt Harris. I got the names mixed up. That's going to make down a fourth down. And... A short, a long three, fourth and three, ball at the Blue Jay 42. Jersley in the slot to the near side, wide receiver outside the hash mark, throw to the short side and getting across the first down, down to about the 40. Check that. <laughs> Be a only the second chipped hamburger first down for the Indians. So that was right with the catch and about the seven six yard gain. So the Indians start with a fresh set of downs. Virtually in motion back. Now he's there to take the pitch. Ball's on the ground. It's still loose, and let's see who's got it. The Indians may get it back. And that's one of their offensive linemen who picks it up. But that's going to cost them about a six-yard loss, and I'm going to put that one on a Bretzky. So that is three fumbles, one recovered. Checking in for the Indians at wide receiver is right. Trips left formation, wide receiver right. Obremski, hands off going up the middle and breaking three and getting down is Harris. And he's going to get 
a bit of that yardage bag. He's going to get about 10 yards on that, but there is still it's leaving a third down. Jim Harris, nine yards on the carry. And that's going to leave a third down at about the 37. Seven yards to go. Slot to the right, slot to the left. Harris behind Obremski. Obremski back to throw. He's being chased out of the pocket, and he's trying to get on the first down, and he's down the near sideline. A punishing hit right there by Welder. Sweet shoulder hit. And that's going to go all the way down to about the 21-yard line. So that's 16 yards. On the carry, and a Chips Hamburger first down for the Indians. 4-10 left on our big county market scoreboard. Indians up 14-0. There was a flinch, and yes, that was a false start. That was just as much a flinch as the one they called. So consistency. And that's going to take the Indians back another time. That's their fourth penalty for 25 yards. That makes it first and 15. Check it in for the Indians and wide receiver. And your top seat. <coughs> first and 15 for the Indians. Ball on the near hash mark at the 27. Motion from left to right. There's the fake on the jet sweep. There's the throw deep. He's got a man open. And behind Whites was Jersley. So Jersley scores with 4.03 left here in the second period. There's Wheeler. 
looking to pick his way forward. And he's driven way back, but his forward progress should get him up close to the 19 yard line. Wheeler with a one yard loss. And Hinkin checks out, and so does Henrik. So going with a passing formation, as Ethan Robbins said in our pregame show with his rumblings, there's some new formations. Clifford checks out, and I think Weiss is checking in. So this is the second down and 12. Only got more players checking in and out. That's Amador. He gets a quick look at the play, and Amador comes to the slot on the near side. A couple times he's gone over the middle. Amador. No, check that. That's Lang. There's a throw to the far side and knocked away by the Indian cornerback there. And that's Trey Stoffel. He's 6'3", 170-pound junior. So that's an incomplete pass. One for four for 11 yards with the interception. Pick six for Jacob Schmelzer. Double wing formation. Clapper in the slot to the far side. Lang to the uh, to the near side, not Lang. And there's Schmelzer rolling left. He's being chased. Nice throw. And oh, he threw that one across his body. It was almost intercepted, but it was an excellent play by Jacob Schmelzer. There are not many high school quarterbacks who can throw across their body like that. For just a moment to set, and he just overthrew the intended receiver. That's going to make it fourth down 11. EJ Wanks is in punt formation for the Blue Jays. 305 left, two timeouts each team till halftime. Indians lead 21 nothing. Wanks standing at about his own five. There's the gunner, motion. There's the kick. Nice high kick. About the fourth ball, it went out of bounds. We got a little bit of a headwind coming at us now. Let's see where they mark it. And they're going to mark that one at about the. You know, they're moving back and forth like a stock ticker. They're putting that one at about the 32 yard line. So that's a 13 yard punch for White. He got it up there. But the Indians are going to start with excellent field position. Ball at the far hand mark at the Blue Jay 32 with 2.59 left till half. And the Indians having two timeouts. Jershley comes wide to the near side. Double tight end. Now he goes to the backfield. And back throwing after a double fake. There's Obrinsky throws. Oh, and it's through the hand of the receiver. He got behind. side. 
Taking it, Obrensky goes to the outside on the far side of the field, and he gets inside the 20, so that will be a fourth chip hammering the first down. And let's see what they mark him. That's going to be at about the 19-yard line, so Obrensky is 14 yards on the carry. And a fumble. Five carries. For 27 yards. Check that. Five carries for 19. Obrensky rolls to the right, throws to the end zone. Incomplete pass. Yes. The wide receiver had his hands all over the defender. And no flag. He was trying to get separation, but he didn't do it. And that was Allen, I think, again. Excellent coverage, but no flag. So that's going to make second down and 10. 239 left. Right in for the Indians. Yurkovsky is out. It's a trip right formation to the wide side, the near side. Harris behind Obrebski. Obrensky's taking it, trying to pick his way up the middle. He found a hole. Thank you. And there's Lang. And Lang is down. Not hurt, I don't think. But he does get a helping hand up. But I think there was a hole there that everybody saw. And that's going to be taking the Indians. That is their fifth penalty. A 35 yard. So that's going to make it second down and 20. I don't know that they would try it, but Kuklinski does have a bit of a win in the back, and he just put a kickoff 60 yards in the end zone. So they would possibly be within field goal range at the 25. That would be a 42-yard attempt. 2.30 left. Trips right formation. Wide receiver left. Harris behind Obremski. Obremski back three. Throws underneath. Finds the wide receiver on the far side. And he's going to get inside the 10. Let's see if he gets the first down. And that's Shaughnessy. That's going to be a first and goal now for the Indians. 2.10 left till half. They have two timeouts. And they are up 21-0. Right wide side. Shaughnessy again, the lone receiver on the left side. Harris behind Obrensky in the middle. Obrensky takes it, he steps back, goes up the middle. And let's see if he finds Pater. And that's going to be Pater nine yards for Obrensky going off the left side. So at 144. With a nine yard run. Two touchdown passes and the run. Kuklinski in to try the extra point. 27 nothing Indians. There's the snap low. It's up. It's high. It's long. And it is good. So Kuklinski puts it through. So with 144 left until half, Blue Jays are trailing 28 nothing. You're listening to Blue Jays Football. 
on Blue Jay And welcome back to Mosby High School. Indians up now 28-0 to Klinsky to kick off again. Two touchdown passes. And he pushes one up high. White takes it at the five. Comes up the near side. 10, 15. Cuts up the middle. Tries to spin around. And he's going to get up close to the 25-yard line. 19 yards on the return. For White. Kickoff returns for 29 yards. So the Blue Jays have two timeouts. 
38-yard line. Mosley has two timeouts left in the minute 19. Trips left to the wide side. Wide receiver to the near side. Obremski looks, throws out in the flat, and catching it and going out of bounds at about the 28-yard line. It's going to be...
It'll be either a third and ten or a second and twenty. And it looks like it's twenty again. They're walking back. So that's going to be the sixth penalty. Forty-five yards against the Indians. Rakowski comes out. Right goes in. Fifty-one seconds on our Dave County Market scoreboard. Indians leading twenty-eight nothing. Again. Stay tuned for our Nicolay halftime show brought to you, of course, by Nicolay Bank in Maryland. Swap to both sides. Harris behind Obremski in the pistols. Obremski drops back. He's looking. He's throwing deep. He's throwing it one-on-one coverage and knocked away. What a defensive play over there on the far side. Was that Allen? That's another incomplete. Amador on that. Always appreciate that spotting help. So that's going to make it third down and 20 for the Indians from the 24-yard line. 44 seconds left. No, check that. Trip right formation, Jersley and, and Yurkowski in the slot. There's the screen throw. No, it's to Jersley. Jersley going to the far side of the field. He's still looking. He's throwing deep in the end zone, and there's the touchdown to Shaughnessy. A 24-yard pass. Jersley pass to 24-yard pass to Shaughnessy, and that's with 35 seconds left in the half. In to try the extra point. Blue Jay defense totally contained Churchley to the near side as he rolled to the far side. He had open field, but he basically waited. Kuklinski's kick is up, and it is good. And so that makes it 35 nothing Indians at the half. But the Blue Jay defense contained. Incomplete passes for Jersley, excuse me, for Obremski, and Jersley got the option, and he had no place to go on the near side, so he rolled to the far side, and the coverage had to respect Jersley after that long run of 45 yards to set up the first touchdown, and so that was one of those defensive plays where if you don't come up, Jersley's going to run open field, and Jersley was able to stop and not have to throw across his body, and just threw it beautifully. 35 nothing Indians. Kuklinski's about to kick it off. He's already put one in the end zone, kicking from north to south, and one that went down far, and he puts another one high and deep. White takes it at the six. Hands off Wheeler. Wheeler's coming up to the near side. He's got some room. He's going to the 40, the 50. Driven out of bounds by Fondry. Let's see how far he gets. It'll be up to the 46-yard line. What a play by White and Wheeler. Wheeler 35 yards on that kickoff return. 
30 and give five to White on that one. Timeout taken by the Indians. That's their final timeout with 23 seconds left. Excellent play. Wheeler shooting up the near sideline. And coming from across the field with Fondre. down 35-0, but they forced multiple fumbles, recovered one, a fine defensive effort from the Blue Jays. And we'll see what they've got out there late. This Mosinee defense has only allowed three points in six conference games, one field goal. That was when they defeated Lakeland 44 to 3. They gave up 33 to Stratford in the first game, 12 in the second. Blocked to both sides. Handoff and going nowhere was Henrik. And he's going to be driven back for about a three yard loss. So he has four carries for three yards. Not using a timeout that they have left, and the Blue Jays have no more timeouts. So at the half, it is the Mosley Indians 35, the Merrill Blue Jays nothing. We will be back with our Nicolay Bay halftime show after this. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Mosinee High School. I am downtown Ali Burroughs. Pleased to be bringing you the Nicolay Bank Halftime Show. We are going to try something that we have never tried before. Coach Guy Palicki, Palicki points the ponder. Are you there? Yes, we can. We know technology, Guy, and talk to us about that defense in the first half. Thank you. 
that there is not only, as I've said more than once this year, no quit in this team, but this team is playing hard-nosed, clean, and honorable football, and I'll stand by them. We'll be back with the second half kickoff after this. Nicolay Bank, halftime show brought to you by Nicolay Bank. At the half, it is the Mosinee Indians 35. The Merrill Blue Jays nothing. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Bose State High School. I am downtown Hollyborough. Pleased to be bringing you Merrill Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96 
four, 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 11 in the first period after Dursley had a 45-yard run. Shaughnessy caught a five-yard pass from Obremski. Goflitsky with his first of five conversions. 117 left. Dursley jumped the route on a flat pass into the right flat. 27-yard interception return. Another kick from Kuklinski. 9-0-3 left in the second. Jersey plate on a 27-yard pass from Obremski. Minute 44. Obremski with a 9-yard run and a kick. And after the Blue Jays turned it over with 35 seconds, Jersey on an option pass. 24 yards to Shaughnessy, and that made it 35-0. For the Blue Jays, Wheeler had 11 carries for 32 yards. Meltzer, two carries for minus six. Wipes on a base punt, one for seven. And Henrik, four carries for three yards. Schmelzer was two for eight with that pick six for 11 yards. Amador with one reception for 13. And Henrik for a loss of two. So we'll see whether or not the Indians choose to substitute. I think with a 35-point lead, there'll be a running clock in the second half. I'm trying to get verification if there'll be that running clock. But regardless, short week, Saturday to Thursday. Thus far, thankfully, no rain here because the Indians are very concerned about their field. And they start the playoffs next week. The Blue Jays, they've grown. They've improved. Last week, they came very, very close to that win against Rhinelander when Odeg went home. They knew they played a football game. And the Blue Jays started out in the first quarter had three fumbles for the Indians, and finally the fourth one they recovered. But after that, the Indian offense just took over, and the defense continues to be what it's been throughout conference. So I'd say the Blue Jays are having about as much success as anybody's had when I've looked at the numbers. And there is absolutely no way that the Blue Jays, I can't imagine what it will be like for that first line. But they still got half the play. And when they get done, I guarantee you, the Indians are going to know that they went up against a very tenacious team. Obremski is clearly a talented athlete, Jersey, Wyatt Harris. But Harris, now you take a look at what Harris did in the first half. Harris had two fumbles, one loss. He had four carries for nine yards. Churchley had three carries for 39 yards. Obrimsky had a fumble. 47 yards and seven carries in the touchdown. In the air, Obrimsky. His last four of his five last passes were incomplete. 72 yards, and he was seven for 12. Two touchdowns to Jersey, who had 40 yards on two receptions. Shaughnessy 
three receptions for 29 yards. Harris, one for two. Wright, one for six. And Logan, one for ten. So the Blue Jays will be going into the wind in the third period. And Oplinski, and Oplinski got a leg. He put one into the end zone, and he's kicking with the wind. But his extra points have been strong and straight and five for five, and there's not a lot of high school kickers who can do that. Plessy runs up, and he hits it, and it goes down at the 10, moving up the far side. Nice job, nice hole, trying to break through and getting all the way up to the 36-yard line. Give right 26 yards on the at the half, it is Newman 20, Tri-County 18, over on Bull Falls Radio 98.9. Newman Catholic, very good job in recovering. Mosin E, up 35-0. Blue Jays come to a slot to the near side, wide receiver to the far side. There's the handoff. There's Amador, and he gets outside the tackle coming to the wide side of the field and give Amador about four yards on the carry. So the Indians tuning up. One non-conference loss, conference championship. Clearly within reach as they defeated Medford 14-0 last week. 10:43 on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Remember to stay tuned at the end of the game. There's the handoff. Oh, there it is. There's the pass. Wide open. It's White. He took it from Lang. Check that. He took that from Lonsdorf. There it was, folks. Behind, and it was thrown into the wind, and White came back for it down to the 25, a 38-yard pass for Lonsdorf, White for the 38-yard reception. That puts the Blue Jays down at the Mosinee 37-yard, no, 27-yard line. There's the handoff. Amador's wrapped up. No, check that. Yep, that was Amador on the carry. He's going to get wrapped up for a yard loss. Amador, excuse me, Amador in backfield for a yard loss. Second and 11, ball at the 28-yard line. Beautiful play. Amador was sweeping right, stopped, threw it. And I tell you, that would have been six if he hadn't been thrown into that stiff wind that's arisen here. Tight end to the left, Amador. There's Wheeler cutting up the middle. He's going to get down to the close to the 25-yard line. So that's going to bring up a third down and nine. So Jim Wheeler, three yards. So that's going to bring up a third down and nine. Drive into Indian territory. 
Bonsdorf tight end left, tight backfield. There's the handoff and trying to move up the middle, getting a nice hole, and then there's a late flag. Losing a face mask. I think that might have been Henrik on the carry. Let's see. Yes. So Henrik got down to about the 27, and that is a face mask, and that's going to make it a first down so the ball gets down to about the 22 yard line to give Henrik five yards on the carry three yards and it will be a not a first down it was a five yard variety so that's going to bring it up a fourth and one fourth down fourth down and one yard to go for the Blue Jays at the 25. Look closer to the 20, but there's the handoff. No, there's Spelzer, and Spelzer tries to get to the outside, and I don't think he's going to do it. We'll see where they spot it. And that'll be at about the 22 yard line. And it's the, uh, so Spelzer gets two yards on the carry. But it's going to turn the ball over on downs to the Indians with seven left in the third period. The Indians leading the Blue Jays 35 to nothing. So the Blue Jays on that long pass, Monsdorf to Wikes. Wikes got behind the defense and had to come back for it, or there would have been. Probably six points on the board. Taking the ball, taking the snap, coming up the near side, falls on the ground, and I believe the Blue Jays have it, and they do. So on the carry, Obrensky puts it on the ground, and Obrensky got up to the 27-yard line, so Obrensky gets his third fumble once. I could not see who got that fumble recovery. So the Blue Jays get it back at the 28-yard line of the Indians. 6.08 left third period. Blue Jays trying to be the first team to put a touchdown into the end zone on the Indian conference play this year. Schmelzer hands off Lonsdorf from the tailback. Lonsdorf cuts through the line. Nice hole behind right guard. Up a few yards. Well, it looked like more than one from this angle, but no yards. Second down and nine. Amador in. Looks like the hockey is out. So Amador been running out of the slot, and when he's out of the slot on the left side, he's got a nice drag pattern over the center. If those linebackers don't stay home for the Indians, he's got a good shot like he had for the one completion in the first half. Clapper's tight end left. Amador's in the backfield. Two to the right. Handoff. Lonsdorf. And he's going to be hauled down for a loss. He tried to run away from the blocking. And he's going to lose about two yards, so three carries for two-yard loss, 
And that's going to bring up third down and a bundle for the Blue Jays. Definitely four down territory at the Indian 30-yard line. 4.41 left here in the third period. Slots to both sides. Montour slot near side. Aminor slot far side. Back to throw. Schmelzer rolls left. Got the time. He's going to try to take it himself, and he's going to be driven out of bounds. Nobody was open downfield. We'll see how much yardage he got. And he ends up losing two more yards, and that's going to make it fourth down. And he's going to end up losing about five yards. Three, two carries for three-yard loss. Coming to the near side is Amador. Clapper in the slot, whites to the far side. Slot near side, Lonsdorf. Now Amador goes back in the backfield. There's the throw. It's deep and, oh, well out of bounds. So that's an incomplete pass. And the Blue Jays turn it over on downs. But that Lonsdorf to White's pass was a beautiful execution. And they just couldn't follow it up as the Indian defense tightens. So as the Indians go into the postseason, they are clearly a strong team on both sides of the ball. The only loss they have right now is Abram Boucher injured on the first play of the game. Trips left formation, ball near a hash mark at the 34. There's the handoff, there's Harris, and Harris is going to get largely contained, and he was the leading rusher for the Indians coming in. 2.37 left. Looks like we do have a running clock with that 35-point lead for the Indians. Slot to the near side, slot to the far side. Obremski in the pistol, Harris behind Obremski. And off. Harris, oh, he stopped nicely in the backfield. I think that might have been Sahaki on the tackle, but I'll tell you this, that was a two-yard loss for Harris. He's been largely contained on the ground tonight. Minute 58 left, clock running third period. Blue Jays trailing 35-0. Yeah, John Oliver is pleased to be bringing you Blue Jays football right here on Blue Jays 96-3. Remember to stay tuned at the end of the game for our Beacon Blue Jays player of the game. Eric, man, he's moving from side to side, looking for a spot where he can put some pressure on. And there's a flag. And that moving around, Eric, man, is just an absolute danger to every offense. And that's going to be a delay of game penalty. That's the seventh penalty for... Five yards, and so that's going to make it third down and eight. Minute nine left here in the third period. Scoreless third period. Blue Jays trailing 35 nothing. Trips left formation, wide side of the field. Receiver, wide receiver to the near side. Harris there. There's the throw on the square out, and it's incomplete. 
tight defense there for the Blue Jays on the coverage right there. And I tell you, he was giving away inches and pounds. And that was tight coverage by DeAndre Hogan. So that's an incomplete pass for Obremski. So that's going to bring up a fourth down, and Kuklinski is in to punt. He had 44 yards on his first punt. Snap, punt. He puts it up there. White moves back, keeps moving back. Kuklinski gets the roll at the 25-yard line. So Kuklinski tried to put that one up in the air. He only got about... 35 yards on that punt uh, was very effective. So the Blue Jays will start at the start of the fourth quarter. They are now trailing 35 nothing. But good efforts there in the third quarter. We're going to keep it right here. So. Blue Jays held the Indians in the third quarter. They did not get it on the scoreboard. They picked up their second turnover of the game. The one turnover they gave up was a pick six. But Bozadiz has six fumbles and lost two of them. So the Blue Jays defense, regardless of what you see on the scoreboard, has put the real heat on the Indians. The Indians did still score until 4-11 in the first period and put on four more on touchdown passes. And now, Kuklinski's out there on defense. Jersley's still out there playing safety. So the Blue Jays starting first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. There's the handoff trying to get up the middle, and now that was the referee throwing the flag as though he, there was a fumble there. So Wheeler's going to get one yard on that carry. Two carries for four yards in the second half. Second down, nine to go, ball at the 21. 11.30 on the clock. Trying to go off the right side there. Check that off the left side. Could not see if that was Wheeler on the carry. No, I think it was. There's no gain there. So the Blue Jays now at the third and nine at their own 21-yard line. 11.02 left. In the game, trailing 35 nothing. Wheeler behind Schmelzer. Henrik offset to the right. Back looking. There's the throw. He's got it open. A couple steps. Lonsdorf had a couple steps there. But uh, Shaughnessy at about the 50-yard line. And that one goes incomplete. So, Weichs. I mean, Schmelzer knew how to use the wind. Osdorf had a step on Shaughnessy, but just overthrew it. 
So White's back in punt formation. 10-18 left in the game. Blue Jays trailing 35-0. White's waiting for the snap. Wheeler in motion from the wide side to the short side is the gunner. Oh, White's is going to do it again. He's going to throw. Oh, it was tipped away. Wheeler had gotten behind the defender. That was a beautiful pass for White's. But for the Indians, Eric Barron, 9.25 left. Mosley still has their starters out there. Swapped to the near side, and he's looking to throw. There's the pass. <laughs> Excuse me. Taking a reception. Gershley, and that'll be another. Klinsky five for five on extra points. Snap is down. It is up. Kick is high. It is long. And it is good. Clock is continuing to run now. Indians up 42 to nothing. DJ White's two excellent efforts on punts. Now we'll see if there's going to be any substitutions for uh, the Indians. But right now, they're continuing to keep their starters out there. I see Jershley in the uh, kickoff team. Indians continuing to keep their first team out there. We'll see how Kuklinski does kick it into this win, but he certainly has a strong play. Six for six conversion wide. Seven nineteen left. They finally stopped the clock. It should have stopped after the uh, I thought it stopped on scores. Oh, Kuklinski puts that one down. Tries to place it, and nice job. He was trying to drop it in there, and he did, and picking it up for the Blue Jays. I think that was Helen. Let me double check that. No, no, it's Clifford. So Clifford gets a 
about three yards on the kickoff return. They tried to drop one down. And so the Blue Jays with 6.52 left. Appreciate the correction on the rules. Thank you, Coach. <laughs> so let's see what the Blue Jays can do right now. 42 nothing. they trail. But right now, if they put any points on the board, that's going to be the best that any team did in the Great Northern Conference this year. And now there's a timeout ball for the Blue Jays. No, there's no... There's no. There's no so, going over to the far side. There's a little bit of confusion there. So, 6.26 left, 42-0. But the Blue Jays continuing to put forth the effort here in the second half. The Blue Jays may be not going any further in this season, but I can tell you this, I've watched tough teams, I've won long seasons, I've had a few when I coached, and putting it in numerous terms, being a tough man, I always have the long seasons, but I have never seen a team play with heart the way your Merrill Blue Jays have played this year. It looks like now it's Lonsdorf in at quarterback. Slots to both sides. Lonsdorf back. He looks. He pumps. He throws deep. There's Weitz. Incomplete pass. Weitz was double covered. Jersley coming in for the safety position. But Lonsdorf really laid it out there. So Lonsdorf is expected to pass for tonight. Schmelzer back in. Swap to the far side. Ball in the near hash mark at the 39. He's back. He looks. Sets. There's a nice pass going deep into double coverage. And it's intercepted. Flag is down. So Klinsky up the far sideline. He's across. He's inside the 20. And he's taken down with a nice clean tackle by one of the interior linemen for the Blue Jays, but there is a at the 44-yard line. And let's see if this one is coming back. And it's pass interference against the defense. So that will be 15 yards from the 40, and it will be a shift hamburger first down and they're starting to make some changes. The Indians are with 4.55 left. Block continues to run. The ball down to the 46-yard line of the Indians. Schmelzer continuing to look deep. He's got slots on both sides. Wide side to the near side. He stops, he throws. Oh, there's a beautiful one, and Jersley jumps the route again. He's across the 45 to 50. He's going down the sidelines, and he's going to go all the way. That will be about a 71-yard return. 
Nothing again. Schmelzer was throwing into double coverage. Jersley came in, and when he got it, he just took off, cutting down the near sideline. And they made, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> they made a blocking lane for him. So at this point in time, Kuklinski, he may have to rest the leg tomorrow. It's up. It's high. It's long. And it is good. So with 413 left, remember to stay tuned at the end of the game for our Dave County Market Little Game show. And be sure to stay with us immediately following that to find out which player will be named the Big County Little Game player of the game brought to you by the Big County. Over 64 years of supporting the Merrill community where you live, work, and play one mile west. Substitutions for the Indians. Clappers in the slots in the near side. Whites wide. Far side. Lonsdorf is in at quarterback again. He's back. Look. Throws over. Nice. He found Clapper up at the 44 yard line. Clapper's driven back. So Lonsdorf. Stays out there, throws it again. Oh, and it's off his hands. Almost another pick for the Indians. So that's a second down play. So Monstorf, two for four, 52 yards, but one of them was a halfback option. 228 clock running. 
Todd Thorpe. Takes it up the middle. Nice hold, but it shuts down in a hurry. Lonsdorf coming out of the pistol, so Lonsdorf will have the ball carrier. No yards, so he's got four carries. Minus two yards. And now a different unit coming out there for the Blue Jays. Some of those other hardworking players getting their shot out there and coming in at quarterback for the Blue Jays there. Takes the snap. There's the handoff goes off the left side. And coming in at quarterback there for the Blue Jays. Is that Gruitt? Not sure who got the handoff. Bruitt's in there at quarterback. So we'll see who got the handoff. It was about two yards. It's fourth down and eight. And there's a penalty flag. Too many guys in the huddle? It, it looked like some kind of a substitution penalty, but I'll be doggone if I can figure out what it was. So, Noah Clifford checked out, and so that's going to be a five-yard penalty against the Blue Jays. That's only their second penalty tonight, so it's been a very penalty-free day for them. Trying to see who's in there at tailback now. There's the high snap, making it, going off the left side. You threw it. And that was a fourth down play. And so the Blue Jays turn it over on downs. 32 seconds left. The clock is going to run. I do not think that the Indians are going to run another play. And so we're going to call it here. We'll be back after this for our Dave's County Market post-game show. The final score, Mosey Indians 49, Blue Jays nothing. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96-3. And welcome back to Mosini High School. It has been an interesting week. We got through the game without the rain. Mosinee wanted the game moved up to protect their field. The weather tomorrow is supposed to be pretty tough. As Ethan Robbins said in the pregame show, that kind of weather would have favored the Blue Jays. The final score, 49-0. We'll get ready for our Beacon Blue Jay player of the week in just a minute. But recapping the second half, Blue Jays were trailing 35-0 at the half. In the fourth quarter at 825, Jersley with a nine-yard run, Kuklinski with the kick, 
And then at 4-13, Jersley with his second pick set, a 71-yard interception return. And the final score, 49-0. When we take a look, some nice passing in the second half. Two for four, Lonsdorf for 52 yards. Wanks had one incomplete pass for punt. 0 for 2 for Schmelzer. The rushing attack, four yards for Wheeler on three carries. Henrik had three yards on a carry. Schmelzer, two carries for minus three yards. Longstorm, four carries for minus two yards. Bruin got one carry for three and one other running back. I'm trying to check the number because I always want to call the names of everybody who was out there. And I think that might have been, I'll tell you, I honestly do not know who got that one carry for two yards. So the Blue Jays finish up a growing year. Mosinee Indians have been running through and over people all year. And they did it tonight. The Blue Jays gathering for the last time. Ladies and gentlemen, I have never seen a team that went winless that played the way the Blue Jays did. The Merrill community, the Merrill High School family can be very proud of these athletes. Their attitude, the work that they did off the field that certainly translated on the field, no question about it. They had the very best efforts in these last two weeks. You say statistics don't lie. Well, I will tell you there are times that statistics lie, and this was one of them. You take a look at what the Indians did tonight. They kept their starters in till within three minutes with the whole second half running clock. They had six fumbles. They lost two of them. The Blue Jays had two pick six interceptions and lost one fumble, but against a team that was did not allow a touchdown in conference action and in seven weeks outscored their opponents by a bundle. I can't even go back. I'd have to calculate it. But last week, even against the second-best team in the conference, a 14-0 win. Coach Wazinski's talking to the team right now. We hope he'll be able to come to join us for the post-game show. But I just want to emphasize to all of you, every team has times that they have to go through what we would call a growing season. And this team grew by leaps and bounds throughout the season. Anybody who has ever listened to me broadcast know that I am not a homer. But there are times when you root for a team that's growing and continuing to play their hearts out and continuing to do everything possible to put it in. And they tried to put that ball in the end zone well tonight. We're going to take another quick break and come back with our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Mosinee High School. 
The final score tonight, the Indians 49, the Blue Jays nothing. Many sponsors to thank. Our kickoff sponsor, nine kickoffs tonight. Beacon Blue Jay Restaurant with Pete, Mike, and it is coming up on the time right now, Mike, for the Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Congratulations are coming to Clever Clouds, senior offensive lineman. He's coming in to join us right now. And uh, Clifford, congratulations on being the Blue Jay, Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Thank you. Well, this was a hard-fought one, and going up against a team that had not allowed a touchdown in conference all year. That first period, they were rattled. They had six fumbles in the game. We recovered a couple of them. It was as much a uh, surprise for them that they came out and uh, ran into uh, some Beacon uh, Blue Jay players like you. Oh, yeah. You're seeing here. This is the last time out for you. You take a look at what you were able to do out there. Talk about how the team has grown this season. I think we built a really good bond. And I guess I saw the underclassmen that played through the whole season. And hard but can't win all the time you take a look at it right now as a senior and uh, i didn't have the privilege to play i didn't have the talent but you're taking off the uniform for the last time what has it meant to you for these four years playing it's been really fun just work hard do your best and get recognized and get playing time well you appreciate it Clifford as our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Hang around, we'll get your picture after we have a little moment to talk to Coach Wazinski. Congratulations. As I've said, no quit in this team. Heart, sleeve, play, well done. Thank you. And Coach Wazinski is joining us. Coach, as always, thank you for coming up. Uh, I think uh, Mosini, they uh, did what they thought they had to move the game up, preserve their field, all the rest. A very short week for the Blue Jays playing Saturday and then back Thursday. That's one step away from the NFL. Yeah, it's a tough turnout. Um, they're looking forward to playing on a Friday to get on. So, uh, a lot of bowl action for the last Unfortunately, is that their privilege? I'm just going to ask it straight out, Coach. Uh, it's, it's a little, it's a little tricky because. We would play on Friday, and they would deem the field conditions unsafe. Uh, we're not able to postpone like they normally would this this week because the AA ABC is finished by Friday night with the seating coming out on Saturday. So um, technically, it's a, a mutual decision, but it was one that was kind of could we fairly say thrust upon us? Yeah. yeah. Talk about what it was like for the players. You talked about for, about it last week for the home, the seniors, group of seven players, I think. Talk to us a little bit about what they've meant to a team that's gone through some growing pain. Yet I will say to you in all honesty, grown exponentially this year. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, it's hard to put your Throughout the season, um, I will say that I'm 
Well, when we take a look at this coach and we see what it has meant to you from the coaching standpoint, I don't think people understand that uh, high school, any level for a coach, when you go through a season like this, it takes, it, it, it takes a toll on you. You're always doing a little soul searching, saying, what can I do better? Talk to us a little bit about your coaching staff because you put together a pretty pretty strong coaching staff. We heard from Guy Palicki with his points to ponder. We even got him in my, my phone at the half. And uh, JV2 uh, laid, laid it on Mosin, 35 to 8. When you take a look at the JV and the JV2, what do you see coming? I see guys that can lead. They go out there and there's a lot of fun. Invested, they don't have as much fun year for year, and then you know, get dropped. And by the time you get that senior class, if it's just too low, you're not going to have success. So, the, the big key and the big emphasis from our coaching staff is going to be how do we keep these kids engaged and how do we keep them out because uh, programs with numbers breed success. One of the things that we, and I'm just going to ask you this straight out because you're a man of great integrity. I want them for one sport and working to develop for that one sport for the next year versus the multi-sport athlete. What do you come down on? Multi-sport athletes, multi-sport athletes. Uh, I don't know where this this idea of specialization is is better is coming from. I mean, there's there's things out there. There's a guy named David Epstein who wrote a book on uh, the fourteen and he throws out some stats. I think it's something like upper nineties percentage of professional athletes across all sports were all multi-sport athletes. It's just you develop different different muscle movements, you develop different athletic abilities by playing multiple things. I'm, I'm not a, a one sport specialized guy. You just got to be doing stuff two or three times a week. Coach, we've always appreciated you joining us last time. Except for me saying goodbye, the last word is yours. What do you want to say? It's been a great year. Um, Despite the scoring scoreboard, I, I love these young men that we get to work with every day, and, and I'm proud to be their coach. And that's where we're going to leave it, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. And that is where we're going to leave it. Final score again, Mosinee 49, Blue Jays nothing. For all of our sponsors, to all of our sponsors, thank you. There were seven extra points there for Pine Ridge, but none for us. Lots of first downs for Chips Hamburgers. But most of all, we thank you for joining us. It's been a good season, and we look forward to being back again next year. Downtown Olive Burrows, have a good evening.